how how far away from Jesus are we now? So from Abraham to David, yeah, which is as far as we've got, um, it's supposed to be fourteen generations, okay, right, and then from David to um, exile in Babylon is fourteen generations. What's exile in Babylon? It's when imagine Egypt, but in Babylon for the Jews. <laughs> Wait, what? Has <laughs> anyone there in Egypt? Oh yeah, sorry. I thought you were talking about a modern day occurrence, and I was no, like, no. "What?" Um, and then from um, Babylon to Jesus, fourteen generations. Oh, However, most of the wow. narrative stuff is here, right? All right. So, in terms we're still of time, away. We're, That's all I wanted to we've know. made it exactly a third. Okay. But there's not going to be that much extra stories. Fair. Actually, there's there's still plenty. <laughs> it's not like over the horizon. So, do you remember me saying in the story of Ruth that if there was to be a gay story, it'd be David and Jonathan? Yeah, okay. I remember that quite vividly. So now I was never taught it as a as a gay bit, and I understand I why. I mean, I can I can see that that wouldn't happen, would it? No, it w- I mean, yeah, of course. So David and Jonathan make a covenant mm. between each other, and what is involved in this covenant is that Jonathan's going to take off all of his clothes, <laughs> and and it doesn't actually say what really they were talking about <laughs> so you have to read between the lines a bit okay 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 what he does do is he takes off when it says he takes off all his clothes he takes off all of his armor and his sword mm. and he takes all of that off you see because that could obviously be like we ain't gonna battle mm-hmm. so do you know who jonathan is no he is saul's son oh okay yeah yeah and yeah. so in the normal order of things he, he would have been the king there to the throne However, but he's not called Abimelech. Jonathan knows that David has God's favor. Yeah. And that most likely David's being lined up to be the next king. Fair. But Jonathan and David are like best buddies. Aww. And Jonathan doesn't Cute. Jonathan doesn't ever want to get to a situation where they, they end up fighting. Oh, so cuz they're so in love. David actually says that his love for Jonathan is greater than for any woman. Mate. There are a lot of bits that Mate. are. Yeah. This is 100% the gay story in the Bible. And they do often um, sort Embrace. of just like cry together. Oh, that's not a gay thing, though. Anyone can cry together. It's fine to cry if you're a man, no matter what your sexual orientation is. What I'm saying is that they don't. Um, they certainly don't embody Old Testament masculinity in this relationship. Yeah, fair right? enough. Yeah. They're not like, haha, war. Not the old, outdated, typical. They strip masculine. off kiss each other goodbye and oh. cry together so I like it. you see where people are coming from here yeah but i think the context of this initial stripping off mm. it's he's stripping off all his armor and stuff he's the heir to the throne mm. and then he's he's basically saying i don't want to fight with you mm. that is nice. that's what makes most sense to me but yeah. there are a lot of people that have reclaimed this passage to be um especially yeah gay gay people who gay christians Yes, oh, certainly gay met, Christians. Who I met some gay Christians at Pride. They were lovely. Good. Good for them. There were also some that were really horrible, but they were in their own special area. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the deal that they make. Uh, yeah, it doesn't actually say what they said in that passage, but we're going to. That's what they're doing. Yeah. They don't want to fight. They're having so, a little hug. 
Um, Getting soapy together. Exactly. So Saul's a bit jealous of David. David keeps doing better in fights as well. Well, he's got God on his side, hasn't he? It's always going to win. Yeah, Saul also hears this song going around, which mm. is Saul is killing people in his thousands and David in his ten thousands. And he's oh, like, well, it sounds like, a mean sounds like David's doing a bit do a bit better in these mm. these songs. And he's, he often, in, this, in these stories, is just holding a javelin. <laughs> Wait, Saul's holding a javelin. Saul's just sitting about holding his, <laughs> holding his holding javelin. Holding his javelin, really. And he's um, like... Mm, and the translation of javelin. Well, he th- he, he's going to try and throw it at David. Oh, come on. To spear him to the wall later on. And he keeps yeah. looking at it being like, and I want to get that through David. <laughs> um, then he does this quite odd thing, which he says to David, do you want to have one of my daughters as a wife? And David's like, you know, I mean, not necessarily my idea, but sure. And then on the around the time of the wedding, Saul goes, ha, gotcha, I'm giving her to someone else. Oh, and that's David's kind of like, a mean way to do it. But he's also probably like, it's all right, I like your son anyway. Uh, David actually is actually in love with um, and a different one of Saul's daughters anyway. Oh, um, so called, then why did he even want to get married Mikkel. to Called Mikkel. Mikkel? Like Michaela? Yeah, presumably. Yeah, oh, I've seen that where um, it's come from. So it was just Michael in the Bible translators were just like, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> or just drop a letter. No one will notice. So they both approach Saul and they're like, I am, um, we'd like to be together. Is that all right? And Saul's like, fine. But David's still just a shepherd guy. Mm. He's not, he's not from money all of a sudden just because he's, you know, been fighting battles yeah. and stuff. So yeah, he says, the shepherd's pretty standard. It's all right life, isn't it? It's not that bad. Yeah. But if you want to give a dowry to a king. Yeah, that's a bit true. more is expected of you. So David, well, he's got some bears and wolves and stuff, hasn't he? That you can kill and give to him. Yeah, I don't think that's ever been considered good presence anywhere. You can make a lovely coat out of the bear. All right, I didn't know you were. A I'm not fan into of it. I'm saying back then, though. Back then, yeah, maybe people made coats out of bear skin, and I don't. Know. To be honest, I don't think this lion and uh, bear thing was particularly common for David. He only he only says it happens like once each. Yeah. So Saul's like, oh, you don't have to worry about a dowry, David. I know what I want in exchange for my daughter. I want you to bring me a hundred foreskins <laughs> of the Philistines. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. 100. Why does he want that? Why would anyone want that many foreskins? <laughs> I know it's to prove that he like killed killed that many. But the thing is, you could literally bring any body part. Why on earth would you bring the foreskins? Or does he have to go and convert them? Is this like the first missionary? no okay so he wants them dead but the thing is you can we can understand this bit now okay (laughs) first of all he wants david to try and get a hundred how many i mean the odds of being able to kill a hundred people if you're one person basically saul wants him dead so he's sending him off to battle right right Mm, that's the first thing the reason he wants the foreskins (laughs) is because that's the symbol of them being the other people right Oh yeah, that because makes sense. They keep because he could bring back the ear of anyone. Yeah, but don't the ears don't show that they're yeah. enemies, right? Fair. They're only the enemies have maintained their foreskins. That's fair. So he wants them as just <laughs> so wait, as sort does of like David an elitist. Come back with like kind of just like a belt of dicks. Just no, like but he does go above and beyond because like that's pretty gay. If anything's gay, <laughs> just wandering about with loads of dicks on a chain. Not on good. the Gomorrah scene, maybe. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. For um, sure, they'd be loving it. Top high fashion yeah but yeah david goes above and beyond and he's like 100 you know easy i'll bring you 200 mate (laughs) so he comes back to saul with 200 foreskins in a bag and he goes (laughs) deal done mate and i don't know 
the thing is, presumably you take him at his word. I don't know if Saul's just like, all right, line him up. He would have checked them, surely. I like one, two, like you know when you're counting out penny sweets to see if you've got enough <laughs> for your pound when you're a kid. Not now. I don't. <laughs> when you used to go to the shop with a pound, you count out a hundred penny sweets. There you go. Thank you very much. I mean, I didn't um, live in Victorian England, so I didn't have the sort of. Um... We we grew up at the same time. There was penny sweets when we were kids, mate. Yeah, I grew up in Puritan England before <laughs> the existence of penny sweets in my child. Oh, my child. sorry. That's the point I'm actually trying to make. Yeah. I, I think whilst obviously it's very strange to ask someone to go collect all these foreskins, yeah. I do wonder what they did with them afterwards, whose job it was to count them. Do you think that they put them in a display case? Like, you know when you see butterflies, like, pinned? Yeah, they pin them all to the wall. I reckon they, they put them in a display thing. case like that. I don't know, I guess 200 com- makes it like a good rectangle, doesn't it? Yeah. And also, I feel like you could cut a, a foreskin in half to make it look like two foreskins as well anyway. I've got to be honest, I've never seen a detached foreskin. I appreciate your honesty. I wouldn't and know if it looks like one or two. Whilst we sometimes do Google image or do searches mid-podcast to <laughs> check what we're saying, <laughs> I think we'll Google leave it this time. detached foreskin um, right now. Yeah, David's happy to lie. But do you know what? We're getting too caught up on this foreskin. Sorry, sorry, it's sorry. Not, it's not particularly that important part of the plot, actually. You always say that, you know, circumcision isn't important to the plot, but turns out... No, no, no. The fact that they're uncircumcised is always important. But you the told me collecting to stop asking it if people were uncircumcised. The, yeah, that's because all of the Jews are <laughs> and everybody else isn't. Because why would you do that unless you were asked to? I'm just to? saying it keeps coming up. Yeah, it will do. <laughs> it will do for sure. So... Saul has yeah. this bright idea. Yeah. He's like, okay, I want to kill David. I'll ask Jonathan to help me. Oh, Jonathan's not going to do that. He loves him. Um, now, Jonathan, yeah, obviously doesn't want to kill him because they're best pals. Mm. So instead, he just has like a quiet word with Saul. And he says to him, the thing Civil is... Civil way to handle it. The thing is, Saul, do you remember how David killed Goliath and has done like everything you've ever asked of him? And um, it's just an all-round top guy and everyone loves him. <laughs> and Saul's like... And I love him. Yeah. And I... I, I want him. And then Jonathan's like, well, why do you want to kill him then? And Saul's <laughs> just like, oh, fine. All right, I I won't kill him. And then Jonathan's like, all right, done deal, sorted. Easy. And David's like, are you sure, Jonathan, that, that, you've, that you've managed that? Jonathan's like, trust me, <laughs> everything's fine. But then within a few verses, Saul does try and throw a javelin at David's head and David escapes <laughs> quite quickly. Bit JLS. So. Nail through the head, javelin through the head. JLS, JLS-esque. JLS, not, not like the band, like, not like the uh, late millennium boy band JLS. No, nothing like that. Okay, good, because there was no way I could link them. JL, yeah. Do you know what Yale is? How you actually supposed oh, to say Yale. name? Oh, like uh, is- Yale from uh, Orange Is the New Black, the actress, the Australian actress. Absolutely, yes. Okay, that's her name. Well, but the thing no. is, at the same time, right? Of course, we're going to sound like idiots to people that actually know how to do all this stuff. But all of the actual names, like Jesus, shouldn't be Jesus either. He's Yeshua. Yeah. Like that should be a, a soft J too. Jesus. So do you know what? We're just going Easy. to keep. We're going to keep just saying the names as we go. I bet it's Jonathan as well. Jonathan. But you know, we're keeping Jonathan too, and I'll keep JL. But it's, it absolutely. It's how be you learnt them. It is. Thank you, Alice. <laughs> You're right. This isn't an actual educational podcast. It's just... It's very educational for it's me, It's just about my childhood. Yeah. So, David's wife, Michael, <laughs> 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 
knows that Saul wants to to kill him. So mm. Michael helps David escape out the window. I'll tell you what, we have two <laughs> like a Rapunzel moment. We have two like classic. Didn't we have that before that someone knotted the sheets together and jumped yes, out a window? Yes, that was in Jericho. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I forgot her name. Ray. Rahab, yeah. We have two very classic cartoonish moments here. David gets <laughs> let out the window to escape. Mm. And then Mikhail makes like a fake person in the bed. <laughs> and like gets some, get some goat's hair. Oh my hair. god, no way. And then when the people come to ask... Just some pillows. And <laughs> just like, did they do the Ferris Bueller's Day Off thing where they also recorded his voice? And like when you open the door, he like turns. That's exactly what they did, Alice. <laughs> so when the people come to be like, where's David... At first, Mikhail's like, oh, he's a bit sick. He doesn't want to come out to play today, guys. And then, and then oh they're my like, well, God, that's so can good. we see him? And she's like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we just, you know, just check it, check up on him? She goes, sure. And then they go in like, this is goat hair and some pillows in bed. <laughs> Lady, what are you doing? And and he's, and everyone's like, oh, why did you help him escape? And she's like, that's my husband. Yeah, and I don't obviously. want him to die. Why? What do you mean? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, fine, fair enough. And that so makes sense. David runs to see Samuel at this point. Yeah. Basically, Samuel is sort of living with all the prophets <laughs> in just like this prophet town. <laughs> yeah, Samuel's still alive for now. Okay, but he Despite, was about to die. He was about to die a while ago. But <laughs> He's instead, just still there, still there. What he meant was that he it was just time for him to sort of retire and live a quiet so life. So essentially, he's gone to like the retirement home. The retirement home. Yeah, he's, re- he's retiring with other prophets. So David goes down that way. And then Saul sends some messengers to, to go and get him. But instead, they all sort of... Basically, this town, whoever seems to come to this town, just gets a real sense of just the presence of God and then just Aww. wants to prophesy for themselves. So they the messengers instead just they stop just join, in. join in. And, and so Saul sends some more messengers and it happens again. <laughs> and then Saul sends more messengers and they're all just like, oh, brilliant, let's get some prophesying going on. <laughs> and so Saul goes himself and then he starts prophesying and then he ends up taking off all of his um, clothes okay. and just having a naked sleep. Mate, this place seems like, you know, when you're like, you're in a desert and you find the oasis. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably like that. It sounds more like some weird like nice festival town like, where everyone's yeah, getting yeah, yeah. totally mandied. And just getting like totally off their nut yeah, and yeah. just stripping down. Something and just in the water. They're just having a great time. Nonsense. Talking to each other. So that's how David gets away with that one. Because he just happened to go to this town where everyone's just like a bit off their face and just having a great time. And everyone just got distracted and forgot about him. Exactly. That's how it's written, guys. The next bit, Jonathan says, and also this is this is a bit leading. It's the sort of thing you say to someone if you secretly fancy them and you want to sort of make a hint but he says mm. to, to david whatever your soul desireth i'll do for you oh and david's saucy. like and david's like do you know what jonathan what's on my mind still is the fact that your dad's trying to kill me can we just sort of <laughs> can we focus on that and then we'll um, get to banging can you find out if saul wants me dead still please because jonathan has been trying to help them make up again in fact david is, is actually invited around for dinner tonight <laughs> um, awkward dinner yeah meeting dad yeah was a bit hard to do and David doesn't turn up. And so Saul presumes that for some reason he's become um, ritually unclean. Now, we've not okay. done Leviticus, but if he touched a dead body or something, mm. or if he'd had a wet dream, mm. there's a whole load of things that yeah. can mean that uh, you're unclean You're unclean in some way. 
And Saul thinks maybe that's why he's not turned up. And, you know, David's the sort of person that does just routinely kill a lot of people. So it'd be quite feasible. Yeah, makes sense that he he might be be totally out of the ordinary. But in the second night, David doesn't turn up either. And it's this point that I realised that I've skipped a little bit. So Jonathan and David have come up with a little secret plan, Mm. which is David is going to pretend that he's gone to do a sacrifice in Bethlehem, Mm -hmm. but actually he's hiding in a field nearby (laughs) and he's waiting for a sign from Jonathan. Now, when Jonathan finds out if his dad wants to kill David, so he's going to have his sort of servant Mm. just out a bit and he's going to fire some arrows, then the servant's going to collect them. But Mm. he's going to tell the servant where the arrows have gone. He's watching them fly away. Okay, yeah. But if he shouts to the servant, the arrows are further still, keep going. Mm. That means that David needs to get the hell out of there. Mm. But if he shouts to the servant, come closer, the arrows are on this Mate. side of you, that means you you can come this back. This is a very safe. cinematic story. I'm imagining this like castle, field. Oh, love it. Big fan of this one so yeah, far. Yeah, so the thing is, I don't think there would have been a castle. It's a castle. Because... um. Remember when Saul became Reminds king, he didn't even know what of, to do. He just you went know, Princess the Bride. Imagine it like the castle sure. Princess Bride. Another film I've not seen. Oh, you'd love it. It's brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, where's David on the second night? And Jonathan says, oh, he was he was supposed to be going um, to sacrifice, actually. I told him he could go. So I hope that's all right, Dad. Mm. And then um, Saul's like, not fucking all right. And he throws <laughs> a javelin at Jonathan's head oh. and misses a bit. And Jonathan goes, oh, I guess that's kind of the sort of information we were after here. And so he fires some arrows out and yeah. he shouts to his servant, got to keep going for them. They're way, way far away. And get David's away like, with okay, those arrows. I guess I'll have to get Wander out of here. Yeah. So he goes to um, see this guy, Ahimelech. Ahimelech? Not Abimelech, Ahimelech. Oh. Who's uh, the priest. And David's like... I've not actually been able to bring any stuff of my own mm. and I'm really fucking hungry if you got anything for me. And Ahimelech says, oh, the only thing we've got is the consecrated temple bread, which is <laughs> supposed to be like God's bread. Oh. Which you're absolutely not allowed to eat. Okay. That's the only thing you need to know for this it's part of the story. It's just going to go stale though. No, but that's not the point. All right. It's yeah, God's, yeah, that's for God's, God's special bread. But David eats that. What? Why? Because there's nothing else to eat. He's hungry. Well, he can hold out for a day, surely. No, he's he's journeyed to get here. Hasn't he just been in a field? Why don't you just get some wheat? Make his own bread. Because that's not how that's not how farming works. <laughs> yeah, if, it if might the not wheat have been was a grown. wheat field. Look, I'm assuming it's it, it he was in a wheat field. Time. It was probably quite big because otherwise, how is he hiding in it? It might have been a slight hill. <laughs> So yeah, he eats the bread, and as far as this this story is concerned, that's mm. fine. Mm. And in about sixty episodes time, <laughs> when we get to Jesus, this story is going to come up again. I can tell you why now, actually, if you want, if you want, no. if you if you want some Jesus, just to <laughs> tide me over. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I prefer to no, be surprised. No, you want to wait. Yeah. All right, fine. I won't remember it by then, but you know. So. Dave is like, I also don't have any weapons. Mm. And um, I do find myself in the middle of a war quite often. So is there anything you can have for me? And Ahimelech's like, oh, we did actually keep that sword you got off that big giant that time. <laughs> uh, do you want Goliath's sword? That's it's pretty like, good. Yeah, obviously, yeah. that's brilliant. That seems like a great sword. Thanks. Can't believe I've, <laughs> can't believe I've got that. So then David goes to uh, this place, Gad. Gad? Gad. And yeah. he's, trying to, he's on his way to see Achish, the king. Um, Achish. A-C-H-I-S-H. Achish. Achish? 
Yeah, he's on his way to see the king, and the servant's going to bring him to him. But then he, David hears him say, well, isn't this David, the one that they have that song that's like, <laughs> Saul kills thousands, David kills ten thousands. And David's <laughs> like, oh shit, they know who I am. No, no, it's not me. So he decides to um, just pretend to be absolutely mad. And he just starts like <laughs> flopping around and dribbling <laughs> everywhere. Like got, he's got a load of spit in his beard. Okay. And then when he gets the king, the king's like... Why have you bought me Why this weird guy? Why have you this guy? <laughs> can, you, can you get rid of him, please? So they're like, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Sorry, king. That's such a bad plan. Well, it works. He escapes. Was he captured? I thought he was going to see the king. Yeah, we wanted to see them, but only on the premise that they didn't know who he was. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. Once they found out, he was like, better just get myself out of this situation. Fair enough, then. Some messengers come to tell Saul that he's been staying with the priests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he sends some people back and they just kill all of the priests. Everyone? Like, at least most the whole, of the priests. What, the whole town? Yeah, they just go and just fuck them all up. Needless to say, that's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. And if you're king, this is this is going to be the sort of thing that, that later on people are going to say what, is what made Saul a bad king. Mm. Is that really he should be focusing on not killing his own people. Yeah. Especially the priests. Yeah. Who are priests are pretty peaceful. Priestful. And they, I mean, they do God's work. Oh, yeah. Although sometimes they're a bit iffy, aren't they? But as far as God's concerned, he wants them about still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ultimately, bad move, Saul. Yeah. Focus on the Philistines. Mm. Or, yeah. Get their foreskins. Put them on exactly. your wall. That's what you're Get, there Keep for. that collection going. So, yeah, he starts this war with the Philistine town of Kayla. Kayla? K-E-I-L-A. This is probably where Kayla. how it got to Michaela. Probably Michael not, of Kayla. Michaela. <laughs> done. Figured it out. Well done. So the reason he wants to fight in this town, because he knows that David loves a good war. If David feels mm-hmm. finds out about it, he's coming through. Yeah. Um, but this town is completely gated in. Oh. So if he can get David there. So he there, has to walk around seven times. No. Then show up with lots of pots and pans, make a big <laughs> noise. They'll surrender. No, Saul's more the um, <laughs> slashy, slashy type. Fair. So they go in. It also works well. Slashy, slashy. David realises it's a prank. Goes to the woods instead. <laughs> where, of course, Jonathan comes to meet him. Oh. And Jonathan's they have a little like, can we, make, out there? can we make a promise again, David? Little to each promise. other. And he's like, yes, of course. We will be friends forever. And then the messengers... Do you know what? This is just a long... This story is just basically a long... Messengers find out where he is again. Oh. They just and keep then, following um, him around. They're searching. And so Saul tries to get David, and then a messenger, another messenger comes and mm. says, the Philistines are attacking us. Do you think maybe we should get them we instead? We should probably focus on that instead of trying to find David. So No one yeah. even wanted to kill him in the first place, except you. You were just a bit weird about him. So yeah, at this point of the He's story... He's technically part of his family at this point. He's married mm. his daughter. He's in love with his son. Yeah. But he is also going to take the throne away from his... Yeah, I know, but Saul's going to die one day, isn't he? Yeah, and also God's given him the king. Yeah. It's not like he's it's been in the family Can't for a long argue time. Argue with God. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad <laughs> idea. Um, unless you're Moses. Oh yeah. Moses has a little argument with him and wins, convinces him not to kill everybody. Yeah. So yeah, at this point in the story, where we'll finish now, Saul has managed to kill a town of priests. Mm-hmm. He's focusing on killing David rather than actually um doing what he's supposed to be doing, ruling yeah. and keeping out the Philistines. Yeah, and so. At this juncture, it's reasonable to say that Saul has really let himself down. Yeah. Um, he started, you know, okay as a king. 
sorely disappointed in him. He was being quite, he was quite humble, but also kind of where it turned wrong was that bit when God decides to take his spirit away from him and put it in David instead. Mm. So Saul sort of lost any of the extra help he was getting. Yeah. And now he's kind of fucked. And so we'll have one more episode of Saul and then we'll get to... And that's all. Thank you for listening to Stories of Jesus with Alice. And Tom. There will definitely be bits of certain stories at this point that I will have gotten wrong. If you know a lot more about the Old Testament and specific bits, please let me know and uh, we will correct bits as we go. These are just the stories as I remember them as a kid. And if you wouldn't mind giving us a little review on your podcasting app of preference, that would be wonderful for us. And of course, you can always contact us on Instagram at SojPod, S-O-J-P-O-D, and on Twitter at S-O-J-P-O-D. Yes, that's S-O-F-J-P-O-D. Thanks for listening. See you next time.